Welcome to Awesome Season 3, the podcast where we tell you whether a movie is awesome, so-so, or meh. I'm Matt. No, I'm Matt. I'm Dave. I'm LJ. This season, we're screwing with the space-time continuum, so you don't have to. Mm. (laughs) Alright, welcome back. Hey guys, if you were listening last week, uh, we tried a new uh, recording setup. And it worked really good. Yeah, you can tell by the uh, the fidelity of the audio. Everyone sounds like they're in the same room. What are room. you saying? I really... What? <laughs> <laughs> so... Good show. Yeah. We won't be doing that again. Yeah, we're going to try some different things out, but we'll, we'll try and keep the quality up. And um, so that's what happened last week, and we're all here together now. Except for Slaz. Except for Slaz, who is on lockdown in his apartment complex because Terminators were sent back in time yeah. to kill someone. See, all that talk about Terminator 6 was a bad deal. It, you know, the Terminators found out that Matt Slazis was the time-traveling one, and they needed to kill him. Yeah. So, yeah. And boom! There we go. So, I guess... So we saw Terminator. So we're talking about the entire franchise. Except yes. for the TV shows. Except for the TV those. show. Which I did watch. Oh. The whole thing? No, no, I, <laughs> when it was on. I didn't watch it in preparation for Oh, this. I know. Um, did Wait. it did it complete or is it still going? Oh, no, no, it's no. Done. It's, it's done. This it's, was Sarah Connor. Sarah right. Connor, Connor Chronicles. Chronicles. How many seasons around? Uh, it was either one or two. I would think you would know that without having to Google it. It was from 2008. Is when it was on, so I don't remember that well. But I think it was two seasons. That's wild. I two mean, I, granted it was ten years ago. I, I wouldn't know how many seasons of The Office there were, but if it was one or two, I wouldn't know. It was a very memorable <laughs> TV show. I would think you'd know. I mean, that's a that's I mean, like 15 episodes versus 30. I will say it was notable for trying to make Brian Austin Green, a.k.a. David Silver, a badass. Now, oh, what the, channel was it on? Fox. Like Fox? So, which then also means, I mean, not that it had to be like that, but back then, I mean, there were shows that were, you know, you had your, um, you know, your shows like Lost, which would have been coming out right around then too, which were becoming more of a solid story arc, uh-huh. but most of your, you know, base, your your uh, your main channels, TV shows were weekly episodes, even though they were part of a, say, a series. Oh, sure. So I'm, I'm just trying to imagine, like, Sarah Sarah Connor fighting the Terminator of the Week each yeah. time. Like, oh, what robot did they send back this week? <laughs> now, Linda Hamilton is in Sarah Connor Chronicles. Sarah Connor Chronicles. No. No. She's not. Lena Headey, a.k.a. Cersei, is in Sarah, is Sarah yes. Connor. Oh, okay. But don't get confused, which Danny Is also Sarah Connor. Is also Sarah Connor and Terminator... Five. Five. Genesis. Genesis. Is she really? Yes. Oh. Interesting. Okay, but... Uh, okay, yeah. It's been a long time since I've seen <laughs> Terminator 5. I keep... I keep we thinking, saw it together, I thought. It, yeah. We did. We did an episode of... I think it was season one. See... I uh, I actually... I think it was in the season where we picked the movie from the year before. Let's put it this way. After watching all of them... Mm-hmm. I don't know how I felt about Terminator 5 back then, <laughs> but I definitely like it a lot more now compared to other ones I watched. Okay. 
Um, so I guess we can't do a review of, of we should do a, a review of the whole like, Let's just let's just talk about one. I'll, I'll say this up front. I've never seen one, which is funny because I've seen two. I I I guess around. 50 to 100 times, and I know that's like, oh, he must be exaggerating. No, for some reason in my 13-year-old brain, I had this little TV in my bedroom and a little DVD player, and to go to sleep at night, I would, you know how you just put something on and you don't care and you just watch it, and and so I put on Terminator 2. I used used to read. It was one of the DVDs I owned, and so I just put it on for background noise. So I watched it every single night for... I don't even remember how long, but it had to have been a good six months where I was just watching every night, which would be like 180 times or something, but obviously only watching parts of it while falling asleep, but I have seen... Did you, well, hang on, did you just watch the same part every time? I don't... What part? Where he... Where he I don't know, I just off? mean like, did you, did, you, did you like... No, I mean like, did, if it just kept playing... No, I mean, I was just, I would just start it, it would play, and then it would stop. When, you know, it didn't... Well, why would it stop? Because uh, DVD players don't auto-repeat. Did you turn it off? No, DVD players go back to the menu after they finish the movie. Right. So it wouldn't keep playing. No, what I mean is, every night you would start the movie. Yes. So wouldn't you just watch the first 30 minutes? And then fall asleep. Yes, but sometimes you might wake up like an hour into the movie like, oh. If you're somebody who has sleep apnea, you might wake up a few times <laughs> during the movie. Okay, because in my head I was like, so you just really got really familiar with the first 30 minutes, and you're always like, I wonder how this movie ends. <laughs> so, but I haven't seen, I haven't seen Terminator 1. I know it's... But now you have. I have no. not. Why didn't you watch it for this? <laughs> I, I, you had two weeks. I don't think I had two weeks. Did I have two yeah, weeks? We didn't record last week. I mean, we, well, didn't, we, record, did, we didn't record wait, this. <laughs> oh, okay. I see. We were supposed to record this last week. Yeah. And we didn't. Very busy. Five kids. And yet, somehow, you find time to watch the same movie over and over again. <laughs> I didn't know that this five, you use this five kid thing pretty conveniently. When you just haven't done something you Trust were supposed me, to do. If I ever do stand up, part of my bit is going to be five kids. Yeah, uh, it'll be so good. It'll be like you'll be like the, flu- the I'm fluffy. You'll just have that one yeah. line for everything. I, you'll be really big for six months, and then slowly just disappear. And hey, I'll take it. Having <laughs> having five kids is really helpful when. You do when you don't do something that you know you were supposed to do. Well, Did you watch three, four, or five in advance of this? I tried to watch four, and I got halfway through. Okay, so he's going off nothing. So why didn't you try to watch one? Because I wanted to finish four, and since I didn't even have time to finish, no. Four, but why didn't you just start one instead of starting four? Because four was easy to access via Netflix. I'm, unlike uh, all his other, because he would have to pay and rent. Yeah, because I, I don't know anybody with a library of thousands of movies. <laughs> no. The original Terminator is not on said library? Uh, all the Terminators are on said Okay, so again, <laughs> why didn't you watch Terminator I, 1? I have no excuse. Okay. Well, it's it's not even that you didn't watch Terminator 1. I still can't fathom why you decided to start Terminator 4 over starting Terminator Me 1. Me either, because Terminator 4 is the one that actually has zero time travel. Because Terminator 4, I felt, one, it was very accessible via Netflix, so I thought I could just put it on and get a chance to watch it, and then I'd go back and watch one. So accessibility was key. Um, Also, I felt like that was one of the ones that was more panned of the franchise, and so I wanted to go back and watch one that was more disliked. I mean, reviewing Terminator 2, I mean, come on, it's been done to death, and it's very popular. Did you watch Terminator 2 in advance of this? No. He did rewatch it. (laughs) 
Did you rewatch it? No, all I watched was half of Terminator 4. Okay. That's all I got. Alright. That's all we got. So, also I want to remind myself about how, um, of the, the events of Terminator 4, which I didn't get to do. So, LJ, tell us about Terminator 1, since you watched it. Well, I, watched I watched it, too. Yeah, I watched all of them. I watched 1 and 2. Oh, okay. Um, I, didn't, I didn't waste my time with 3 So, four, let's five, see. Um, which I have seen. Let's see. Well, pretty much there's a summary of that is, um, Arnold is sent back to kill, um... Yeah, Sarah they, Connor. Arnold is a bad Terminator in this movie. Yes, I figured that out. And uh, Kyle Reese, a human, is sent back to stop him from killing Sarah Connor. The reason is Sarah Connor is going to give birth to John Connor, who is going to lead the resistance against the machines. That's okay. a quick. That's pretty much a simple summary of it. Yeah, and then the machines win. I'm sure, given you know that type of movie. No. And, oh no! What? Really? The machines neither win nor lose. He just doesn't succeed on his mission. Yeah. Uh, they don't destroy Arnold at the end of uh, one? They do. Oh, yeah. But I'm sorry, I meant the future machines. The future yeah. machines. Oh, I see. This is just one machine being sent back in time. Yeah. Like, they don't cut to, like, the future and the machines all of a sudden, like, fall or something. <laughs> right. Now, do they leave one clearly waiting for a part two? Since no. Well, they don't... They don't leave... The, you know, Terminator 1 came out in 1984, so I'm not sure how... Franchises weren't really a thing yet at mm-hmm. that point. Uh, I, you know, th- not that there had never been sequels, but you didn't like world like world build or build sequels are necessary. You know? Right. So I don't know what James Cameron had in mind. Right. Um, what does happen though is at the end, um, a part of Arnold is left behind. She crushes him in a hydraulic lift, and so like his cyborg body is left. You know, behind. in the past, yeah, well, okay. in nineteen eighty four. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So they didn't really set up. Uh, it wasn't like at the end, like an eye, the eye grew red, the cyborg eye grew red, or something like, like or, that, or like a like just, a hand like grasped. Just, it was just yeah. you've seen Terminator two, and they have the 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 arm and the microchip that came from Arnold Schwarzenegger's leftover remains from the first movie. Right. So they don't. They don't. The first one could have never had... There could have been zero sequels. No one would have thought that that was left unfinished. Right. In, in a sense. You would okay. have thought like, oh, okay. Half, half the world didn't get snapped out of existence. Right. right. It wasn't like... <laughs> what has... It's like, you're just like, oh, okay, cool. Okay, so it's a, a complete storyline. Um, Along the way, Kyle and Sarah fall in love. Yes. They have a one-night stand. That produces John. Yeah. So the movie... Uh, wallows in um, paradoxes mm. because John sent Kyle back because he knows Kyle is his father. That, right, that's why he sends Kyle back, and so you get into the well. If he hadn't sent him back, then he would yeah, it gets a, it gets into that. I mean, tell me, we've experienced a ton in time travel movies of the oh, is this a never ending loop? It, yeah. it, it just accepts that there's a paradox and doesn't deal with it. Yeah, I mean, it just is um, yeah. The only thing I do have from this is, so the robots start by sending, like, the robots strike first because they're losing the battle in the future. Right. Because John Connor is doing such a good job at leaving the humans against the robots. Although mm-hmm. there's no real evidence of that no, in the future we, that we see. We are just told. Yeah. That's okay. I mean, that's, um, that's fine. Uh, I just want, and then the humans react by sending Kyle Reese back. 
My only thought is this could be over a lot faster if in this one they just sent a human back to destroy the robots from ever being made. You mean instead of sending Kyle Reese back to protect his future uh, mom, well, no, his uh, current mom? Yeah, yeah. I mean, sending they send Kyle Reese back to protect his uh, one night stand lady. Uh, they, and to pretty, pretty much to make John Connor and to make sure John Connor happens and is safe. Well, see, that's the argument for they. It's a stuck. It's a lot. It's not right. a paradox. It's a loop that can never end. They send them. They send the robots back. They send a robot back to kill him. The humans send the human back to protect him, and the robot leaves an arm. And they say in Terminator Two, "This is the arm that." allowed us to create all this technology. So, we know that Terminator 1, I mean, obviously it's a a retcon, but Terminator 2 says, oh, because of Terminator 1, we were able to create Terminators. Well, so, I I thought, actually the way John, if John Connor really wants to win, and this is a, I can save this for Terminator 2, Uh but there was a definitive way within the world that, and the rules that they've established, Uh that he could have won. And it goes back to Looper. When Joseph Gordon-Levitt sees that his future self is going to kill the kid, he kills himself. If John Connor hadn't sent Arnold back to protect him in 1991, his 10-year-old self, if he hadn't sent that, if he just let the Terminator kill him, right? Then you get into that whole paradox situation. So if he hadn't sent him back... Um, then he'd be dead, and, uh, which would create John Connor never be living in the future. Right. Which would result in the machines not sending some Arnold back, which would result in no creation of Cyberdyne because there would be no Arnold hand and no chip. Right. And you know what's interesting? And I, I wish that I had seen, uh, the rest of four. But that no, is something that he—that's something that he repeats. He says, "Kill John Connor, uh, prevent the prevent the war from ever occurring." Now I don't know how that plays out because I only watched half the damn movie. But um, anyway, that is something he's toying. They're toying <clears throat> with in Salvation. Um, other than that, I mean, because since we're talking about a whole franchise, we don't have hours and hours to talk about each movie. Yeah. Um, and number one, I mean, we do get, we start getting the popular phrases, um, come with me if you want to live, which I'm pretty sure is uttered in every flipping one of these. It's definitely uttered in four. Yes. It's, I mean, it's in every single one. It just changes on who says it. Oh, okay. Um, and and I'll be back Mm. is in this one. I'll be back is, I'm pretty sure it's in all of them, but kind I know Come With Me If You Want to Live is in all of them. Maybe okay. I'll Be Back doesn't just stand out as much because what stands out more to it is the Arnold saying it. Mm-hmm. Well, so, I mean, and I'll Be Back is not a weird phrase. Oh, yeah. I mean, oh, I'll Be but Back. I feel like it did become his catchphrase. Right. In that one, in, in that, two. In two. But I think even in subsequent Arnold movies, he made sure Right, right. But I think back. it's because of when those were popular. Yeah. But the Come With Me If You Want to Live... I mean, it's said by 
Kyle Reese in this one. I forget who says it in number two. Arnold says it. Arnold. Arnold. Number three is... Um, Arnold again. Maybe. Uh, four is... John Connor to yeah the little kid went to the uh, the robot and number man. five is um, Sarah Connor mm. saying it to um, what's his face Kyle yeah so I yeah number three is the only one I'm confused unless someone else you know unless uh, someone else says it right but it's said in all unless someone the else female Terminator says it nah um. I can't believe that they use liquid metal terminators in uh, two, and then, uh, to my understanding, liquid metal terminator does not exist in three. Correct. She's different. She's she's different. She has different. She's sort of liquidy, but di- she's different. She's like a more advanced liquid metal. Yeah, right? and she she is not as Capri Sunny <laughs> from the commercials. <laughs> That's stupid. That is such a unique reference. What? It's true though that he pretty, but. And then I mean it changes. I mean they sort once they started with the one in T two, all that one the one they have in uh, Terminator five is similar but a little different as well. They they all just start changing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I do have a idea. I do have I, a. I was to say in the first one they barely mention Skynet at all. Right. I Skynet's don't, barely with. I think they mentioned it. I don't even know if they mentioned the company Skynet. They might once. Well, uh, no. Cyberdyne is the company. Skynet is the computer. Right. The computer but, I, but, I, but I think they say it one time, maybe. Yeah. They don't I, really, we might talk about it when he's talking to Sarah underneath the freeway while they're waiting to sleep or whatever. Do they right. at least mention Cyberdyne, though? Not in the first in one. The, I would say they barely mention any of it. Because mm. it's... Because in that one... It's not so much about in the first one. It's not so much about them dealing with the enemy of Cyberdyne, Skynet, whatever. It's not them dealing with that as an enemy. Yeah, they are. It's all about protecting Sarah Connor. That's, That's like right. a whole focus. So the first one's like a, a horror movie. I was right? about to say yeah. the first one feels like a slasher film, like like, uh, like more this... of like a suspense thriller type of than an movie. Well, yeah, it's like Michael Myers or, or Freddy Krueger or Jason, like just this unstoppable force who's going to keep yeah. coming and coming and coming. Mm-hmm. Now, why don't, why, uh, we can get really into the weeds on this. How, oh, come okay. they get, how come they can't get away from this Terminator? I mean, in, ter- in Terminator 2, they the Terminator pretty much runs out of options until they go to a place that he expects them to be. Like, they could have just run off into New Mexico and never seen that Terminator uh, yet. What? <clears throat> in Terminator 2, uh-huh. The only reason they run back into the Terminator... There's a point where um, little uh, John and Arnold... Robin Hood. Uh, have, have, uh, they or, got away from the Terminator. Yeah. They blow up the Terminator in the truck. They drive away. Evening comes, and he's like, I need to call my parents. And he calls them. They're dead. And he's like, I need to rescue my mom. And the Terminator goes, he will definitely capture you if you do that. Right. And that's how they reconnect. Because the Terminator goes... I bet you he will be here. And they go there. But then they escape from him. Uh, n- I yes. don't believe they ever leave him again. I just finished watching it today. Terminator 2? Yes. They do escape him. They get Sarah Connor and yes. they escape. And they head south. Right. To Mexico. Get the guns. To get the guns. Yes. Sarah gets all the information on Miles Dyson. Yes. Who creates it. Decides so to go kill him. She doesn't. goes to kill him. Well, yeah. well, let's go back to number one still. Okay. <laughs> let's go down. Okay. So, number one, 
The reason is, is the same reason in number two, which is, the problem is, it's not like they could, the, the problem is that they're more of like, if we don't stop him, he's, he is not going to stop. He's going to be alive for 120 <clears throat> years or whatever. Oh, I see. It's more of the, it's one of those things where like, you know you have a threat on you no matter what. You could go and hide. I mean, in a sense, I mean, it's one of those things where, I mean, obviously the Terminator's a little more crazy, but like, if you're, you know, wanted by pretty much, you know, you know, 80% of the countries in the world, yeah. you're eventually going to get caught. You could hide a ton, but eventually, you know, or something, you know, something like that. Or if, you know, I mean, eventually something's going to, eventually something's going to happen. You might be able to survive 30 years, but I think it was more of the, eventually it's going to get us. Well, well I, I think, think you make a better point of, it's not a matter of whether we can hide, it's a matter of, we can't leave this thing out here. Yeah. Well, so, but here's also the thing with the first Terminator. They do seem to be trying to get away. Yes. She calls her mom... At the cabin, and much like in Terminator 2, Arnold is playing her mother. And she's like, I'm really worried about you. Tell me where you are. So Sarah tells her where, tells Arnold, yes, uh, inadvertently, where she is, and then he comes to, to her. So, yes, Kyle does plan on trying to take him out. Yes. But I do think that there's an element of, we're going to try to get away and, then the first and regroup. One. And, then, and the first one, the reason why everyone's so worried too, or like freaked out already, is because four other or three other Sarah Connors have already died. Like, the, like Arnold is going down the phone book killing Sarah <laughs> Connors because he doesn't know where she lives. He doesn't have a photo. The, of her. All, all they know is that she's that he's like in the L.A. area yeah. or whatever. That's like all he knows. Mm-hmm. And so he's just going down and just killing Sarah Connors. That's another reason to stop him. Yeah. Yeah. It, but at, at a certain point, he kind of locks on that this is the Sarah Connor, um, mostly because Kyle Reese is there to intervene. And they start fighting back more, probably going, huh, how do you know all this about yeah. me? Yeah. But Who's the actor for Kyle Reese? Michael uh, Bean? Um, he, he was he, in... He played um, Mr. Bean and Mr. Bean? <laughs> Aliens 2, so. oh. or a- Aliens, I guess I should say. Um, you would know him if you saw him. I'll show you a photo of him. He's He's been in a ton of things. In Aliens, is he the android? No, no, he is like the one who kind of escapes at the end with Sigourney Weaver and the kid. Paul, Paul Reiser. No. No. <laughs> what? Paul Reiser is in Alien and he's a bad guy. I know, but I'm saying... <laughs> I, I mean, <laughs> what? You're, you're saying one guy is not a different guy? Yeah, I don't recognize that guy at all. That's you would have seen him. Yeah, you would have no, seen I, him. No, I honestly don't know anything he's in other than what the two things you just said. Mm. And I mean, he's probably in tons of things, but I don't like. He doesn't stand out to me. Yeah. No, I just figured. I figured he would stand out. He was in Tombstone as Johnny Ringo, which is not one of the main four guys. Right, and Johnny Ringo is fairly well made up in that movie. Yeah. Uh, he's got a pretty. Right. I'm just saying, big, like, yeah. he could. Be, I'm saying he could be in all sorts of things. Realistically, I expect Dave maybe to have recognized him more than than necessarily you. So. <laughs> anyway, anything else to say about Terminator 1? Uh, nope. And, uh, I will say this as we go into Terminator 2 is that, um, that this is, is, um, that this is, the first two are the only ones that James Cameron, uh, 100% is behind. Right. 
He's given his blessing and some notes on the the new one that's coming out. Right, but he, but and he's taking a more active role. In the, the first two are the only two he really has a hand in at all. Yeah. The other ones that were just we have the rights to to this to these characters. We're going to keep making movies. And Terminator One sounds like only from what I'm hearing, <laughs> not that I've seen it. It right. sounds like it's not a time travel movie, and what I mean is one. It's not a movie about time travel, about the mechanics and about dealing with time. They're not trying to fight time. Their adversary is a robot and it's unstoppable. And and then further, there's only literally one time travel event. Just them coming back into what was then present day, what their movie is portraying as past. I, I'm going to argue, I'm going to argue that all of the Terminators but Genesis are not time travel movies. Okay. I'm going to say, my thing for the reason why we didn't just do a movie of this is because I believe that each movie itself is not a time travel movie, but if you look at all, the whole franchise is a time travel franchise because then the whole franchise is about going back in time to stop things or doing different things in time to stop and change different things. Right. As a franchise, each movie though really only deals with time travel once. You have you get two characters. The first three are all about two characters get sent back and they fight. Four is takes place in their future. And right. five actually has more time travel in it than they the have other like ones. two or three jumps. But, but in the four first, the first three it's all a good guy, a bad guy get sent back in time, and they fight. Yeah, they get sent back to our time, and it takes place entirely in our time. In four, he says, what year is it? And they say, 2018. Okay. So, um, while it, it would, I guess, be in the future, but it's only... No one time travels in number four. Right. I, I guess what I'm saying is, the the movie is, is set... All, all period films for Dave are time travel movies. Man, no, I would love to Braveheart. Man, that's a good time travel movie. Since the movie... <laughs> didn't come out in 2018, it's portrayed as being in the future. Oh. But it's not much in the future. It's just, it's kind of like right after the like war. Like Ready Player One's a time travel movie. Yeah. I get it. No, no, I wouldn't say a time travel movie. I was just saying it's set, it's set in the future a little bit. Right. As, okay. I mean, that doesn't make it a time travel. Again, Titanic isn't a time travel movie. I wasn't arguing that it was time oh, okay. travel. I was okay. just bringing up the point yes. that that movie is set in the future. All right. right. So let's move on to Dave's uh, area of expertise. <laughs> um, Terminator 2 Judgment Day Yes So we learned at the beginning That the machines sent back Two Terminators At different times Like they They send back uh, Arnold to 1984 And they send back the T-1000 uh, To 1991 Or 92 Whenever yeah. Terminator 2 takes place um, So I guess they anticipated that they may not be successful. Yeah. And so they, although why they wouldn't have just sent them back to, you know, one a decade just to be sure that they succeeded, I don't know. It would have been awesome for the Terminators to re, re research the family lineage and go back to like 1602 and like, I'm going to kill his great, great, great grandfather and have no resistance because they're going to have flintlocks and I'm going to have a machine gun and I'll wipe, no, I can no, wipe no, out the no, whole no, continent. No, he won't have a machine gun because he can't they come take... up, they come make it. They oh, which only, only which honestly, I don't whatever. I do not know how you have not seen the first one because you get prime. 80s ginormous Arnold naked. Wow. I, need to go back I mean, his, his chest is bigger than 
I don't. I can't. I mean, he, he got lean between uh, yes. Terminator One and Two. He, he lost. He's like small, like he, uh, lost weight. Yes. Yeah. I mean, he lost probably. I mean, I don't even want to know how much muscle mass. But I mean, he is. When you watch them that close together, you're like, holy ish! Did he get sick? I think. I think. <laughs> I, I think 1984 Arnold is still not that far removed from bodybuilding days. Yeah. And 1991 Arnold is very, is very removed. From is very removed days. From, and more and it's just, just action hero movie. Yeah. Uh, action hero guy. Ah, gotcha. So he's just more, you know, because when you're bodybuilding, you don't need to be super flexible and move a ton. Yeah. You just need to be able to be really buff. When you're an action hero, it probably helps if you're able to run and lift and jump and do other things a little easier. Yeah. But in Terminator 2, he doesn't do any of that. No, but I'm saying, if you're you're being an actor, you know, being able to do other things probably helps. Even losing the weight, he's too big to run. (laughs) <laughs> okay, my question, yeah. I mean, this is about He's all Tom of them. Cruise. How does Arnold, being the biggest he is, always find clothes that fit him? He just chooses the fat guys. <laughs> we have the whole scene in the bar where he's like... And then he, like, he scans, scans everyone's yeah. face. Yeah, but in the first one, he just kills a bunch of punks. Does he? One yeah. of them played by Bill Paxton. Oh. Who'd be in a bunch of James Cameron movies. Yeah. Young Billy Paxton. Yeah. Um, they call him William back then. <laughs> Willie. <laughs> Willie Pax. Is he, is he dead? Yes. Yes. He died a couple years ago. That's yeah. what I thought. Terminator killed him. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> True. Um, let's see. We so, see Sarah Connor, who does not age well, compared to what she looked like in the first one. But she is buffed up. She's... Yeah. She, I mean, she's in prime ass-kicking, like... Well, and, I mean, I don't know what else she's been in. But, I mean, Terminator's doing really well for her as far as... She did the first one, she did the second one, and she's in a few other things. I she like was, her in two. She kicks ass. She had been doing, I think right around that time, shortly before she had been doing that Beauty and the Beast TV show. Okay. That was popular on CBS, so she she had that Right, I'm her. just saying, that, like, it's not like... Yeah. It's one of those people who I can never think of. I never think of it that way, but all of a sudden, like, you... I started, like, I was watching it, and I go, you know what? Other than the Terminator movies... I don't know what else she's done. Dante's <laughs> Peak. Oh, oh famous Dante's Peak. But yeah, I mean, like one of those actors who are like, oh yeah, I mean, this character is so famous, and people recognize her for playing this character. Remember, she was Chuck's mom and Chuck. Yes, Chuck the TV show. Yes, oh, she, okay. so she was in a whole, you know. She's been. In, she's actually steadily worked, um, right? But just she's never had anything. Yeah, she's done some voice work. She's done some acting, right. like. Like she's never had any of weeds and she's stuff. She's never been anything big again, really. Yeah. Other than, I mean, this character is her big thing. Yeah. Um, so she'll be back for part six. Yeah, she's a badass in two. Holy cow! Yeah. So let's go over the plot for part two, which is they send more people back and they fight and they fight. But <laughs> yeah. this time Arnold's a good guy. Although John Connor does look pretty badass. Remember how I think last week nothing about with... John Connor in number two looks badass. No, no, no. Future John Connor. Oh, we see him standing there. He's got the scar down his face. He's a ten-year-old kid in Terminator Two. He's a brat. I know. In Terminator Two, well, he's also a kid who thinks he's a clever brat, though. No, but yeah, he's he's a brat who is in the foster system who thinks his mom is crazy because she's been talking about cyborgs and future wars and things, and who's been uh, in been abused by various men that Sarah Connor has shacked up with in order to train herself. Right. Because she has that voiceover where she talks about, like, right. like drugs I understand. Abusive. I understand. So, yeah, I he mean, is, he's a delinquent. I just mean, after watching, because I watched them all in order. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've seen them all before, but I rewatched right. them all in order. Mm-hmm. And 
I was like, I, during this one, I was like, the, this one and number three, which we'll talk about in a bit, I was like, this guy becomes a leader of anything. I will say, because <laughs> it's not James Cameron helming the whole thing, you don't get a consistent John Connor. Right. Well, right? Well, you're right. Portrayal? After this. I mean, this one is still James Cameron. This one, I mean, this one is a, this one is a fun 90s yeah. action movie. Yeah. It is fun. It's entertaining. This one goes way more into, you know, Skynet and stopping the robots from ever even happening. Right. And it goes, it goes into, yeah, can, can we, can we, there is no fate but what we make for ourselves and can we change the future and all this stuff. Now, here is something that I thought was kind of strange. That psychiatrist in two, who's Sarah's psychiatrist. Yes. He was in part one. He's he plays that character in part one. He's at the police station when Kyle and Sarah get brought in, because what happens is in part one, mm-hmm. um, the Terminator's been killing Sarah Connors. Yeah, she 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 finds out that this happened, and she thinks she's being followed by the killer. It's Kyle Reese who's located her and has been following her, and he's right. just watching because he doesn't know, or he does know it's her because he has her photo, but. Um, he's watching, waiting for the Terminator to make contact. Yeah. She calls the police and says, I'm at this club, you've got to come get me. So, um, anyways, Terminator shows up, he and Kyle fight, and Kyle and Sarah get picked up, her taken into protective custody, they think Kyle is the killer, right? Mm-hmm. So he's arrested, essentially. Um, so they bring in this psychiatrist to talk to Kyle yeah. and Sarah. That same character is her psychiatrist at the mental ward. Ah. So he was present to an extent when Arnold mm-hmm. comes in and shoots up this police station and kills all these police. Oh, okay. He doesn't believe her story. He doesn't see that Arnold's a cyborg in part one. He doesn't believe her story. But you would think he would maybe give a little bit of credence to something knowing that this thing came in, that this other person had said he was from the future, this... Man came in and shot up a whole police station. All this stuff, I would think, would give him a little pause. Even if he doesn't fully believe her, to, he seems to fully discount her. And I would Yeah, think, well, his thought is this is PTSD talking. Well, I'm sorry that you were in a horrific situation. No, he doesn't think it's PTSD. He thinks it's like psychotic break. Yes. Because her story is a man from the future, or a robot from the future was sent back to kill her to stop her unborn son for right. being that there's going to be a nuclear right. war right. But, and that the the father of her child is a man from But the doesn't future. he recognize Arnold once he sees Arnold again? I don't know. It was I think he, if he really recognized I think he sort him. of starts to get like, oh, like I think he's, I think they play that he... Because when he's looking at those photos, when they show the photos and the cops are like, this is him from night and here he is now, this is taking the thing, that doesn't seem to like trip him up. When he sees the liquid metal Terminator walk through the prison <laughs> doors, Mars or whatever, then he's like, oh, crap. I don't know that he believes. Yeah. Um, um, I just thought that was interesting that they use the same character and he doesn't even seem to register the events of the first movie. Well, at the same time. Like, he doesn't even go like, listen, Sarah, I know you went through a lot ten years ago. Yeah. It was also ten years ago. He's probably thinking, like, you're... I mean, this You're is still a, crazy. Yeah. Well, but an entire police station got, ki- you know, thirty cops got killed. Right. So, and she was just an innocent who, three people named her, with her name had been murdered. Right. And then she was witness. She was afraid from that, and then she's a witness to all these people being murdered. Uh, you would think that 
he would not have just glossed over that. That's all. Yeah. Um, He's just a dick. That, that is true. That liquid metal Terminator is so freaking awesome. Yeah. Melts down into the floor, reappears as a different guy who walked through the room. Mm-hmm. Just... Uh, it takes the form of John's foster mom. Yes. And then kills uh, his foster dad, who was a douche in this movie and a douche in 24. Yeah. Yeah. That, that liquid metal Terminator is freaking crazy. I know. Awesome. Very cool like that, The special effects... I mean, the special effects... As is common for James Cameron movies, mm-hmm. were you know ahead of their time. I mean, they were like, "Whoa!" Now they're making. I thought we had discussed that they were making four avatars. They but are. They're making four more avatars. Oh yeah, that's that's what I. Yeah, five uh, avatar movies. Hey, this is this is your know, wet dream come true. At the same time, at the same time, I feel like every year or so. We just find out that the second one is getting delayed another year or so. <laughs> I think the... F- I mean, I'm pretty sure if you went back to when Avatar first came out, Avatar 2 was supposed to come out in, like, 2016. Well, but, I'm, I'm pretty sure Cameron has enough money and pull in Hollywood to get Avatar 2 made. I'm not saying he can pull off all five, especially if two tanks or just barely gets a return. Avatar 2 is coming out December 17th, 2021. Yes. Avatar 3. Because I think there's release dates for all of them. Well, that doesn't mean anything. That doesn't mean anything. Yeah, but I don't. I think this is a matter of coming up with the... Um, uh, he's he's filming almost four movies back to back. Yes, filming, but that's not the expensive part. No, oh no, no. The I CGI mean, is the expensive part. I'm talking about the undertaking of having to write four scripts. Yes. Because I think it went from I'm going to make a sequel to I'm going to make a trilogy to Oh, I'm making... Uh, quintology. Yeah. But that could be stopped. No matter yeah. how far they get, it can always be stopped. Right. Hell, movies are st- movies are still filmed and completely packaged and ready to go and still don't get released. Avatar was the number, is still the number one movie box office wise. Yeah, for a little bit. Um, I mean, let's go this way. There's no guarantee this, this says that, that, that um, shooting days were set for number, for Avatar 2 in 2006. Yeah. So I'm saying, to me, at this point, um, originally scheduled for 2014-2015, Terminator 2 and 3 were delayed, this article's from 2018, were delayed to December 2020 and 2021. You mean Avatar. What did I say? Terminator. Terminator. Oh, Avatar, <laughs> sorry. Avatar 2 and 3 were originally going to be 14 and 15, and then we're, in this article, we're 20 and 21. Yeah. And now it's 21 and... I mean, 23, December 23rd. What so I, I'm saying that they, what they I keep getting pushed back. So I I honestly wonder if it's... I don't, I don't know. I think he really wants to. He has the power and money to get two out. To get Avatar he, 2 out. No question And that. as I understand it, he has filmed them. Mm-hmm. At least two and three are filmed. Now the post-production, special effects, all that kind of stuff, that... Is another issue because isn't Avatar one almost entirely mocap CGI yes. blah blah blah? There's very little live action. Only only when you wait no not even then only when he only when the guys are on the yes, ships yes, yes. the the mercenaries if you will mm-hmm. uh, Blackwater <laughs> yeah so I mean if you're going to talk about filming. Maybe there's not that much to film. 
with all, I mean, it's all mocap and then doing the digital. Right, but you still have to get the actors to do whatever the actors are going to do and get the performances out of them that you want to get out and of them. And the voice to go with all the yeah. mocap stuff. Well, yes. and then, yeah, and then the mocap, I mean, even the voice stuff is could all change as they do. Other, I mean, it's one of those things where they, I don't know, it'll be interesting. Like he, it says he had to develop new technology in order for, to film performance capture scenes underwater. Mm-hmm. And that's two. Two is the underwater one, right? Yeah, I am excited about that. He does. I mean, his movies are beautiful and amazing. And he did Abyss, which is amazing underwater stuff. And Avatar was obviously beautiful out in the out my and about. Only, the my only thing is for Avatars is I don't know what uh, if number two is not good. Since number one made tons of money, not to say that people like hate it. Yeah, but but people also it's one of those movies that is. More well known, realistically, for what it looks like than the movie, the story itself. Yes. So this Wikipedia article says, Preliminary shooting for the film, this is two, started in Manhattan Beach, California on August 15, 2017, followed by principal photography simultaneously with Avatar 3 in New Zealand on September 25th, 2017. Mm -hmm. The performance capture part of the film wrapped filming in November 2018, while the live action part will start filming in early 2019. Live action of two? Yes. And maybe three. Because it sounds like they're kind of filming the two and three concurrently. Okay. So what I think will happen is two and three, I believe, will definitely come out. Mm-hmm. And whether he will then be able to release four and five based on the successes of two and three. Mm-hmm. So those two might be up, still a question mark. But I do think we'll see two and three. The other problem is he peaked so hard with one that people, of course, naturally can't help but compare it. And it's not... Guess what? It's Avatar 2 is not going to make the money that Avatar 1 made. Right. It's not going to be the phenomenon that that Avatar 1 was because it can't be. Well, I will also say that Disney announced their slate of movies um, for the next, like, up to, like, 2027 or 28 uh-huh. or something. <clears throat> and this included the Fox movies that yeah, yeah. were they? And they, they definitely... Gave the dates for Avatars 2 and 3. Those are on But they also after. juggled them out from what they were on the previous well, release calendar no, for I Disney. Disney. No, no, Disney never did because this is the first time Disney would be releasing. Disney just got Fox, so Disney never juggled out to Avatar. Okay, Disney but I know that the Avatar dates did get juggled oh, out. Yeah, they've been, they've, they've, they've been juggled, juggled a ton. Yes. Because so, of the stuff that we just talked about. All, yeah, all, all the stuff. Yeah. I think so, I do think we're going to see two, and I do think we'll see three on their release date. And two will probably be a very popular... Number two, well, number two will make money. Yes. Will it be well-received is a different thing. Right. And then number three, based on how number two does, will either make less money and not and people won't really care, or it'll do great. Yeah. Like, yeah. number two has a lot of pressure on it, only because, and because the, the more time that passes, especially for Avatar, which I know people are interested in, but it's not like how people wanted, you know, the next... Matrix 2. Oh, gosh. I wish Matrix 2 never <laughs> happened. But, I mean, yeah, it's not like... People but, want to make but no, but no, but, but, but exactly with the Matrix is exactly what could happen with Avatar, where, yes. made, where in number 2 comes out and you go, oh, and then number 3 comes out and you go, I miss when it was just the first one. Yeah, <laughs> now, now Matrix 2... Uh, still a very pretty movie, uh, still well within the 
It looked like Matrix 1, obviously. They had the budget. They had the characters. So, um, but yeah, story was just a mess. Well, and we've... A lot of times when they make sequels back-to-back, like, when they do sequels in the same... Like, they make the first one, and then they make... Oh, we're going to make two and three at the same time. A lot of times, the second one comes out, and people go, well, that was okay, and it's like, the studio's probably going, shit. (laughs) We already made the other one. There's a rumor right now that the Wachowskis are working on a fourth Matrix, not necessarily a Mm Neo-centric. It might just be in the Matrix world. I don't care. I feel like the Wachowskis are very up and down in their movies. Yes. I I think... Well, and I just... I mean, the first one was fantastic. The second one got into more complex stuff, and the third one just let you down. Well, and they made Neo too powerful at the end of the first one. (laughs) Well, to me, me, the, the way the first one ended... The problem is that people are never satisfied with endings like that anymore. We're like, oh, ish. You know what? Why don't we just pretend that we know what happens? Yeah. Why can't we just talk about... It's like, no, we need to know what happens. Yeah, he's a god now in their world. Okay? So... What do you think is going to happen? He's going to win. Yes. Yeah. Yes. He's going he's gonna to free... He's going to free the people and... Yeah. Um, so back to Terminator Two. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know what else. Um... Well, let me then let me finish what I was okay. what I was saying about Terminator Two. Uh-huh. So they break Sarah out and they get away. Yes. Um, and then Sarah, they go to Mexico. Yes. And Sarah decides to go kill Miles Dyson to stop him. Right. Yes. Because so, so she goes now. They actually focus on stopping the right. robots altogether, which is really funny because she says, "I remember she was going to kill him." My thought thinking was. Well, that doesn't mean somebody else won't come along. You just, they still have the tech, right? Cyberdyne still has the tech. So killing Miles Dyson isn't going to do anything. She doesn't go through with killing him, ultimately. And then, uh... Well, she does inform him of what the future is going to be. But they they do have this thing about, he goes, well, then I'll quit the project. And Sarah's like, that's dumb. Somebody else will come back through and finish (laughs) it. Okay, if that's your thinking now, why wasn't that your thinking then? Yes. Um, and then they go to Cyberdyne. So, actually, the Terminator, the T-1000, actually plays catch-up. He doesn't anticipate them going to Cyberdyne. When the it's discovered that they've broken in, they call the cops and they say, send every available unit. Wait, do, doesn't the Terminator show up at Miles Dyson's house? After well, they're after they're gone. That's right, but it, like you said, he's playing catch-up. So it's you. But he didn't necessarily anticipate they'd end up at Cyberdyne. That's right. So, all, all I'm saying is, they actually are three steps ahead of him. They just get caught, and that's how he finds them. Right. So, they're going to blow up Cyberdyne, the cops show up, and then the Terminator's there, he's in the helicopter. Well, then he, yeah, then he shows up. Yeah, yeah. The motorcycle, helicopter, yeah. they drive away in the truck, helicopter chases them, then frozen explosion, and then fight in the foundry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So... Um, and, uh, Arnold's arm gets left behind. Again. I remember seeing, <laughs> but not his chip. But I remember when we saw it, when I saw part two in the theater, I thought to myself, oh, well this is how they'll get a part three. Because now his arm has been left behind, so they have, the, remember he gets his arm caught in that machine and then he like breaks it out and goes, that arm would be mm-hmm. left behind. But he goes into the, into the fire, so at least his chip is destroyed. Right. But they, right. But they also have the, other arm and the other chip, but they throw that into the fire. Into the fire. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, at the end of the second one, I remember just watching it, was like, they pretty much tried to cut, to wrap up loose ends fairly well. Yeah, they feel like they've they've defeated 
Skynet because the chip has been the chips are destroyed. Cyberdyne's been burnt up. Um, the the lead engineer's not going to be there anymore. Um, Yes, and also, um, I guess the only more wrapping they could have done was to go grab that arm, being like, "Wait, he went down with only one arm. Let's toss that in too." Then they really would have been like, "Now there's nothing left." So what happens to three? Um, three, they pretty much just bullshit their way through making a third one. <laughs> if that, I mean, because at the end, I mean, James Cameron, and what I read, pretty much back when he would sit, like, like I wrapped that story up. We're done with yeah that story. Like, meaning, yeah, we're done. We we did it. Like, there's. They cut the loose ends or up. They, you know, they... Number three just sort of goes like... John Connor's, like, depressed. John, John Connor's a druggie. Druggy. A loosey. Like, a loser. Uh-huh. Um, Skynet just happens because it did. Okay. Yeah, did they get into... So, I see... I saw Terminator 3 when it came out. Yeah, that was, like... Right. 16 did, years ago now. Did they explain who... Continued Miles' research. The military. The military, but they didn't have the chip anymore, or whatever. But I guess he'd done enough research on it that they could continue. Sure, on. they okay. just bullshit their way through it. I did like, and I, I won't say what how it ends, but I did like the idea that they plant at the end of the movie. We'll get to that. And later. that's the only thing. That's pretty much the big thing. Um, this time they send back a hot chick to be a Terminator rather than. And, um, and I remember a slight hubbub about the hot chick getting beat up and hit with a toilet or something, and like, oh, it's abusive to women because a woman's getting beat up as the bad guy. There's also there was some also some hubbub from like uh, neckbeards about how um, oh they show Arnold naked but they don't show her. They will, they don't show Arnold's dick. I know. <laughs> I mean, right. they show pretty much everything you can show of her without it being her front. Yes. I mean, they—it's not like they don't show her. They just wanted—they just wanted this hot girl to be naked. So they do the same thing as they do in two with the T one thousand. Pretty much, they do the same thing they do with all of them, where you see—you'll see them fully from the back, and yeah. you'll see. For her, the only difference is yes. When they show her front, they will politely not show her tits. Here, here's—I mean, I'm—I'm I'm saying like, but I mean, they do everything else other than show what would be nudity. Here's yeah. here's the question. That I don't think any Terminator movie answers, except second, the part two dealt with this. Kind yeah. Of. At the beginning of part two, as I said, he goes, there's Sarah in voice over, I think it's Sarah, uh-huh. says something like, they sent two Terminators back. One to 1984 to try to kill me before I gave birth. Yes. And another to 1991 or whatever to kill John. Right. Okay. Now, how is it, why is it that the machines keep sending Terminators back to different eras. The, if time changes when an event happens, if there's a ripple effect, right? so they throw away the chip and what have you, and they don't succeed in killing John, Skynet should not be aware that they failed in killing John and thus send another Terminator back. Right. So, do they ever really try to address that? Here's the better question. Why do they only send one damn Terminator back at a time? Presumably it takes so much electricity. 
I feel like I, I feel like I remember something about a throwaway line about it taking like uh, the power of a small city to 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 ramp up this teleporter. Okay, thing. I, was just I don't remember that, but maybe. But so, um, that's an easy that's an yeah. easy out. But um, anyway, so yeah, like why do they keep sending it back in various eras? So yeah, like well because it this fits because it oh because the tr- up these first three are all the same formula as far as. If you just want to look at a one-sentence summary, two people get thrown back to our current time uh-huh. to kill the future John Connor, in a sense. Who gets sent back in three? Obviously the female. And Arnold. And, and Arnold again. Oh, Arnold again? Yes. Oh, how interesting. Arnold is in all of them but four. Yeah. I didn't know that it was Arnold fighting the... Okay. Doesn't Arnold show up at yes. the end, kind of, of four? Kind of. Yeah. Um... So, one, once again, this time, like we already said, John Connor... Once again, does not look like a leader of anything. Yeah. And now he's older. He's just now a druggy loser. Yeah, he's in his, like, early 20s or something. Yeah, and he's just sort of, like... like. And he meets his future wife, right? Isn't yeah. Claire Danes his future wife? Yes. But he doesn't know that yet. Yeah. Yet. Yeah. Claire Danes is in three? Yeah. Yeah. Man, I should have watched three. No, you should have watched one! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Why would why should you keep watching the, the shittier sequels other than T two, which is probably one of the few movies where the sequel more Well no, you're right. He keeps watching the shittier sequel. <laughs> he's watched the great sequel. And then won't watch the original. In yeah. fact he's watched arguably the best one a thousand times. Yeah. He's he's T two is like I mean, I don't know if it, where but it's, it's, I think it's similar to Godfather Two where people think that the sequel is actually might be Better than the first well, one. If you think about it, the sequel to Terminator is like the sequel to Alien. Like, Alien is a sci-fi horror film. Yes. Terminator is a sci-fi, like, slasher horror film. Terminator, or sorry, Aliens is like an action but movie. But a cool action movie. Cool action movie. Terminator 2 is like a cool action movie. And then they just get... But my opinion is Alien is the better movie from Alien. Oh, that's right. No, no, I don't mean it like that. Alien is fantastic. I'm just talking about their style. Alien might be one of the scariest movies there. Alien is I remember watching Alien with you and your wife at Dave's house. Yeah. But, uh, no, I'm just strictly speaking about their style, not Um, uh, is Aliens considered better than Alien. So, I mean, to sum up this one, there's not much, there's really no plot. This one... The second one had a lot more plot to it. This one is pretty much just the third. This one is like the lead up to Judgment Day. Yes, right? and it's pretty much just action scenes and car chases and action scenes and car chases, just nonstop. Mm. And um, they pretty much have this thing in there where it says um, Skynet can't. Pretty much, they don't. I don't know. I didn't write that exact quote, but pretty much like Skynet couldn't be stopped. It would just be delayed. Like, the, you can't, they, they very say, like, you can't stop Skynet. All you do is delay when it was going to happen. And that makes sense from the perspective of two. Fine, they blew up Cyberdyne, they took out the, all the chips or whatever, but technology still advances, and eventually we're going to make strong AI in our own reality here. So, it, assuming you make strong AI and you give it an advanced military. Well, but well, my only argument then is, okay. He, so, so because I mean, this is one of the things that they sort of like play in this is like nothing John Connor could do is going to stop, you know, Cyberdyne, Scarnet, like Judgment Day, Skynet, all that stuff from happening. Because yeah, right. they say don't they say the future can't be changed? Right, to the, right. They say something like that. To which my argument is then, then why the do you keep trying to stop the resistance? Because that's going to keep happening too. Then, <laughs> because, because John Connor is able to figure that out because he's human. 
but robots, as as smart as they are, can't figure that out. That's right, right, right. Where it's like, oh, the future can't be changed. We can't stop the machines from ever coming. Well, then you can never stop the resistance. I mean, even technically, if you're not the person who, like, just like how, whatever his name was in T2, who, you know, he doesn't end up making the chip and whatever. Someone else did. So, I mean, if John Connor was to die, wouldn't that just mean, oh, other leader would so be. we forgot all about, you know, you know, Timothy Banks, who ends up be leading the resistance. Like, yeah. I mean, like, oh, okay, someone else just did it. Right. So, um, there's a bunch of military droids in this, and they die really easily. I just, mm. But, I mean, they're not, like, Terminator style. I just remember, like, man... You mean a bunch of military droids that were taken out pretty much by, like, machine guns? Might not be your best money spent <laughs> if it takes machine guns to kill military droids, because pretty sure in war you would have machine guns. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's not like... Dude, Terminators and Terminator 4, all of their iterations are pretty damn strong. Actually, I just thought of Well, something. yeah, because these are just, like, military droids. They're not even, like, rope, like walking humanoids. Yeah. I just thought of something. Terminator 2... There are no gunfights. Because Sarah never actually successfully shoots. She keeps missing. Like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 3. <laughs> I did... I, no, in all seriousness, watching Terminator 2, I was like, Sarah's a really... seems to be a really bad shot. She keeps missing at something that's not... I mean, not that it's like as close as you and I are, Dave, but... Yeah. Something that's pretty much head-on that she should have been able to, to shoot. But anyways. Yeah. Um... I don't know what else to add about number three. Number three, really pointless. Uh, I will say this as we get to the sequels, is other than that one phrase, other than the, the fact that number three hints at the fact that nothing could be changed, uh-huh. and they also are the ones who pretty much make Judgment Day in a sense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like John Connor, not that he has a hand, not that he like presses the Judgment Day button, but he definitely has a hand in causing judgment day to begin with. <laughs> like Yeah. Um Again he he should have just let himself get killed because then that would have created this loop and the Skynet would never have been created, arguably. Um yeah. but overall none of these movies give a shit about each other outside of the first two. The I mean they all all number three, number four, number five, and even number six, I read, don't give a shit about each other. Number six supposedly is going to give a shit about one and two. That's it. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Well, one and two is all that most of these really care about. They Number three sort of gets a little more referenced in some of the other ones, in, in four and five, but not really, other than that idea, once again, that... And number four gets a little more referenced because they reference the like his wife and stuff like yeah. that. Like they re- more, more reference about that relationship from three. But other than that, they don't refer much to what happens in three... In four or five. Well, like, five was, like, wiping the slate clean. Yes. Because, and then, but number six isn't going to care about Genesis or Salvation or number three. It's just going to be a direct sequel to one and two. So all these sequels, in a sense, are just, as I said, the reason why this saga, this franchise is going to work, which I wrote down, is, so just like the MCU, the Avengers, how they made their, yes, they stopped, you know, Thanos in their timeline, in their dimension, there's multiple... So, really, you have Terminator 1, Terminator 2, and then just... All these sequels are just their own timelines. Yeah. Well, here's what I hope. Coming off of it, because nothing else makes sense. I hope that this new Terminator is like the new Halloween that just came out a year or two ago, 
which was they went, you know what? Halloween's two through however many there were. Yeah. Don't. They're out. They're not canon. All this canon is part one. Right. And the new Halloween was fantastic. It was so good. I don't know if either of you guys saw it. It was uh-huh. so good. And so what I hope is Dark Fate with Jay, whatever input James Cameron's given or mm-hmm. blessing or whatever, that they go, you know what? We know what worked in one and two. It's Tim Miller who had, you know, who directed the first Deadpool. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm hoping that they, that they realize what one and two were and they just make a good movie based on that. And as I understand it, I think they're going to retire Arnold. And they're going to... Or he's going to retire himself. Yeah, but I mean, the plan is to, like, bring in new, um... Like, new characters and Terminators and what have you. Yeah. Well, and to be fair, if you look at... I mean, term, uh These Terminators don't age. They're robots. Except that, Arnold does. Well, but they, they, they lampshade that by saying, okay, you wait around here 50 years and we'll be well, back. Well, they explain that in 5. They, I don't think they do that in 3. And they certainly don't do that in 2. No, no, that's fine. I'm just saying, at a certain point, it gets past the point of believability. Because you either have to mocap Arnold right. into a younger version of himself. Or explain, oh yeah, we dusted this old robot off and we're going to use it again. Oh yeah, in this movie, we really he's, dusted he's him like off. that movie Battle Angel Leader or whatever it was. He's yeah. like... Like, we found this guy on the old junk heap. <laughs> yeah. So, the- um, so yeah, so I just hope that, that this one, I hope it's good, and I hope that they recognize what one and two were, and they just continue that, and then they can, uh, the plan is to pass the baton. Yeah. And if there are any others after this, as I also understand it, they're just making this. But they have an idea for a trilogy if it works. Right. But this is still going to be self-contained, kind of. Ah. Is my understanding of the of Dark Fate. Well, and Terminator movies can be self-contained because they're somewhat time travel. So it's like, hey, we traveled to this time. Now this is the story that's happening. Yeah. You know? Now we traveled to this time. Now this is the story that's happening. Yeah. It's like Bond movies. This bad guy has cropped up. We will deal with him with our Bond team. Right. You know, or Mission Impossible. The, you know, you don't... Sometimes you reference the past movies, but you don't have to. Right. Well, to wrap up number three, the only thing I did think is interesting is in Terminator 2, Judgment Day is like 2029 or something like that. Uh-huh. In Terminator 3, they cause Judgment Day in like 2016. <laughs> like, they, like, or whatever. They make Judgment Day happen I, in I, their time. I they, think Judgment Day is supposed to be in like 1997. I think. No. For they, Terminator 2. No. The future is 20 years later after the machines have, like, run amok and, like, done it. But I think the actual just launching oh, okay. of the missiles is, like, 1997. Mm-hmm. Um, let me see. Whatever. But number three is they call it Judgment Day, and then we go to number four, which is after Judgment Day. After Judgment Day. And John Connor is not the leader of the military. He is just a radio host. Right, he's, he's, military a, guy. he's a member of the military, he gives people, he's considered like a prophet. Well, yeah, they say that. Yeah. <laughs> so, and, um, so... Ju- sorry, Judgment Day, August 29th, 1997. Okay. okay. So, in four... I, sorry, I'm going to say something also. Part two takes place in 95, when he's 10, which would mean that Judgment Day would be in 97 when he's 12. Yes. And what year... Judgment Day hasn't happened in 3. He did, but they started. 
They started, but it's in what, like, night two thousand and. Well, the movie came out like two thousand three or two thousand four. Two thousand three. So yeah, so they did. They did successfully delay it. So that right. he wasn't twelve when Judgment Day happened. Right. Um, and four starts. Uh, I mean, the the movies uh, in the future. Um, they're they've got uh, John Connor, who who's uh, the military has developed a weapon to shut down the machines, and they believe they can defeat the machines with this. And the machines are trying to hunt yet again um, Kyle Reese to kill him, so that he can't be sent back to the past. So that he so the can't successfully are... have sex and create. Yes. Yeah. So how do they know that Kyle Reese is the father of John Connor? I don't know. They because just... that's not, not no, that no was info. Not, that was a question. That I was like, the robots are trying to kill Kyle Reese. They do they know? Like I was like I was wondering as I watched. I was like, I get okay. What like? Yes, they know. They why? Know. How? That's not common knowledge. Kyle Reese didn't even know that he's John Connor's dad. That's right, but John Connor knows who John Connor's dad is. Right, but you think John... That's not on the birth records. Um, it might, is first of all, it might be. But no, I don't think... I don't, I don't think Sarah, Sarah Connor... Yeah, you think... She gave birth to, like, Mexico. You think T2 Sarah Connor was like, Oh, let me write Kyle Reese from the future down on my birth certificate <laughs> as father. Um, that's fair enough, but also with... You know what? I, I'll say this. I can't think of a way that they would know. Because she is on record in the psych ward and on video, I think. Okay. I'm saying Kyle Reese is... But the, they don't even hint right. at any of that. So, conceivably, if they saw and, the video. And Kyle Reese isn't even mentioned in number three. Okay. So, um, so help me out, because you just saw four and I didn't see the whole thing. So, I, I see that the Terminators are experimenting on humans and mixing Terminator and humans together. Yes, but he's, all, he's the only one. Only successful one, right? Right. Yeah. The guy. The guy. Okay. Yeah. And then, uh, and then, the, um, the humans f- figure out that they've got this, uh, basically, um, oh, what are, EMP. They've got like a Terminator EMP. They can turn on this signal and it shuts down Terminators. So they decide they're gonna take out Skynet, right? Yeah. And now, and that's where basically We're I- We're gonna take out Skynet San Francisco. Right, which is the headquarters. Right. And, uh, meanwhile, they catch, they capture this, well, this human comes to see them, they find out it's actually a Terminator, but the Terminator believes that it's human because it's got like a human heart and a part human brain and also part Terminator brain, mostly Terminator metal exoskeleton, uh, but he believes he's human. Now, some members of the resistance, well, one member of the resistance believes this human Terminator story and releases him. Right. He goes out into the wild. That's where I got to. So then what happens? Um, they do more action. Um, <laughs> I mean, they must attack. They they do go and attack. Yeah, right? I like it. They do more action. Uh, but, I don't know. All I, all I wrote down. I mean, stuff I that stuck out to me is why do the Terminators have robots already in the water? <laughs> at certain points, I was like, "What? You just kept robots in there waiting just in case the resistance happened to like." They make Terminators everywhere. And I'm like, man, these people are so prepped. Other than actually attacking the bases, right? Because the bases, they walk around just like a normal military base. Not that you're like 100% like not scared, but you're just are like not in hiding. Does the EMP work? Do they successfully defeat Skynet yes. and Force? Yes, and I pretty much they know they, they defeat, but they defeated the main headquarters and took a big chunk out of Skynet. But Skynet is international. Of course. And that's pretty much where it ends. Like, Termin- the next Terminator is going to be called Terminator, Terminator colon. 
Skynet International. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was, I mean, pretty much that's how it, I mean, it pretty much just hints at the fact, like, they figured out how to do it, they took a big bite out of it, now it's time to take down every, like, the whole thing. Right, and so that somewhat sets up the storyline. Do they, do they send, um, Kyle Reese back at the end of four? No. No. They can't because he's still a kid. Yeah. yeah. As I, if I, if memory serves, the plan was they were going to do a new maybe trilogy. What was going to happen in the second? This was supposed to be a new trilogy that all took place in the. Well, what I, what I know that they had talked about, not that this was settled on, but one of the at least thoughts for the sequel to this new in this new trilogy was Mm -hmm. that the Terminators, like the machines, would all go back into the past. And wage war with their future weapons mm. on a population that doesn't have advanced weaponry. Gotcha. How they were going to get around, you can't send machines, but uh, you have to send living tissue back. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Wrap but, the guns in meat. But, yeah, but the plan was <laughs> right, no. that they were, it was going to be basically, at some point, a bunch of Skynet flying and yeah. tanks and whatever going back in time. Mm. Prison wall at that machine gun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but pretty much it's just, uh. So Terminator 4 didn't make the money to create the trilogy that they wanted to create. So that no, dies. Because to me, Terminator 4 is fine. It's an action movie. It has no time travel. I mean, it does deal with Kyle Reese, but Kyle Reese is supposed to be, what, like a late well, teens, early 20 maybe in yeah. this? I do like the idea. I do like the idea, though, that they were like, you know what? We're going to set this in the future. I liked it too. I thought it was a really cool idea that was different that they, hey, what if we, because I remember when it first came out, a lot of the ideas were like, this is going to focus less on, this was going to focus more on the war of the resistance versus the machines (laughs) and less on stopping it from ever happening. And they did that. I mean, right, no, but that's what the new, like, trilogy, like the new trilogy or whatever was going to be more about. It made three hundred and seventy-one million worldwide, and I thought those Terminator motorcycles were pretty badass. Although they were firing really weak weapons, but I mean they were that, that, cool. That, I was like, my only thing is, I was like, I mean these are really cool, but given what we've seen just in T two, where you send back one awesome liquid met, like I'm just like, I know you don't have the resources for just like a thousand of those, yeah. But some of your other weapons look really weak when they're getting taken out by a ragtag team of, with machine guns. Yeah. Like, I'm just like, okay. So, here was the problem. So, it made $371 million worldwide. But the problem was that... It cost the, $371 million to make. No, the, <laughs> the Halcyon Company, which owned it, yeah. filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy protection. Mm. And then they um, they had to, like, sell off the rights. Oh. Which I think is what... I don't know that it was a success. I mean, three hundred seventy-one million. I don't know if that was a success, but I mean, that is a lot of money for two thousand and whatever. Yeah. Um, worldwide, uh, it, but it seems more it was their legal trouble that got it. Now, um, did Terminator Four end in a cliffhanger? Since they knew they they really thought they were going to make three of them. Uh, I would say it ended more like number one. I mean, it ended, yes, I mean, you could tell there was going to be more, but I mean, it pretty much ends with him doing his radio broadcast. Yeah. Which, let me mention right now. So, he works for the resistance, he works for the military. Yeah. He's, 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 it's not like he's a, you know, 
private. I mean, he he obviously has ranking, but he, yeah. he's not the leader of the resistance. That's yet. right. Yet, um, he lets out this nightly radio broadcast, and the yeah. military's okay with him doing this. <laughs> I'm just thinking that wouldn't go very well if it was like, yeah, we know, you know, oh yeah, you know, General So and So. Yeah, yeah, he tweets out every night about how he really feels about the war. I don't know. We let Donald Trump do it. Maybe it's not that odd. Donald Trump's in charge. (laughs) Oh, I see what you're saying. Because he's not in charge. Donald Trump would feed John Connor to the dragons. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) I just just thought that was a little bit whatever. It ends with him just saying that, like, we defeated Skynet. Well, or we defeated, you know, Skynet's main... You know, base. Yeah. But Skynet is international. We now need to take, you know, we now know how to defeat them. We need to make this war move. Like, whatever. Like, there are hints like, the war has just begun type of thing. Like, we did this. We know what we need to do. Let's fight. Yeah. So, no time travel in five at all. No. And it, uh, four. Four, sorry. And it just is like, you know, it is a very much like a first, feels very much like a first movie where it does a complete story but gives you enough cliffhanger. Yeah. To know, oh yeah, that's what the other ones are going to be about, was like, continuing this war, but not so much where you're like, well crud, the story went nowhere. Yeah. You know what I mean? Enough to like, oh, okay, I get it. Now how about, uh, okay, and then, I've seen five, but I only saw it when it came out, I believe. So Which was, was we, we saw it and did a podcast on and it. And five is also not that old. I know, but it's been a couple five, of years. Yeah, like, exactly. It came out in like 2016? Yeah. I've seen a lot of movies since then. Really? You couldn't watch enough movies in the last three weeks? <laughs> there was a time where I had a little more free time. You guys remember that time? <laughs> um, um, this one is, I actually really, after watching three and four, mm-hmm. I really enjoy this one. And I don't know if it's because it's better or it's just more interesting in a different way. I mean, number four has interesting concepts. The problem is that I feel like they don't... I'm beginning to... Okay. I'm beginning to think that... I don't know if I actually like Christian Bale all the time as an actor. Or maybe mm. I just don't like him as an action star type actor. Yeah. Because he just... Everything's so... So dramatic. Yes. With Christian Bale when he's trying to be like a serious... Like... We need to fight them. And it's like, okay, we get it. Okay, calm down. Like... <laughs> um. Like, and he just always has... I mean, the same thing people joke about when he's... I am Batman. I mean, you know, it's a, it's a very similar like... Here. Tone in, yeah. in, in both in both things, but four had a very interesting concept, and I yeah. felt like it sort of felt sh- like just didn't like it was a cool concept. The movie itself wasn't great. Well, here's what the writer of four had planned to do, not in any detail, but he says that I was looking to in those two being the the five and six that he had planned mm-hmm. close out the whole story to explain things or reset things that I thought had gone awry in Terminator 3 and Terminator 4 yeah. including bringing Linda Hamilton back as Sarah kind of unkilling her and then kind of glimpsing the final chapter of the war where you see it all the first Terminator being sent back and then Michael Bean being sent back things like that mm. is she killed in 3? she's dead in 3 she's already dead she's not killed in 3 but he says mm. my mom died Oh, okay, because she's not in the film, so they closed her out by saying she died. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, the thing that I remember really not liking about Genesis, besides all or most of it, um, the actor, Jai Courtney, who played Kyle Reese, 
It's no bueno. At least in in most of the movies I've seen him in. Die Hard? Awful. Um, he was fine in Suicide Squad, and there was a movie he was in before that, but... Uh, that I remember, but I think the he was his Kyle Reese. Like so, now you're comparing characterizations, right? Mm-hmm. And he didn't bring the charisma or the, 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 the other two talent, actors to Michael Beaton. Mm-hmm. Well, and Sarah or, Connor, or even or even what what's his face? Um, the kid oh, Anton Yelchin. Yeah, I like the actor who died. Um, then you've got uh, Daenerys, who's playing Sarah Connor, mm-hmm. and she plays her very like petulant and whiny and baby, you know. And then they go and make John Connor the villain. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was a lot of weird choices, and even the relationship between Kyle and Sarah, which you can buy or not buy in the first Terminator, but I certainly don't buy in this one because she's like again she's like whiny and they're arguing almost like it's supposed to be like a screwball type comedy relationship without the humor mm-hmm. intentionally without the humor but that kind of a bickering like screwbally type relationship mm-hmm. and they just don't have they didn't have the chemistry to pull it off mm-hmm. I'll watching it now I have a different perspective on it and mm-hmm. maybe it's just because I watched the other ones and just it's one of those things where I'm like, well, this one actually has a more unique plot idea. Yeah. Um, this one is very different because Sarah Connor, at this point, she knows what her future is supposed to be, but knows nothing. About, but at the same time, that's all she knows. She knows what she's supposed to do. She knows that she's supposed to get knocked up, get knocked up by Kyle Reese, and have John Connor, who's going to save the world one day. She's Arnold was sent back to Sarah Connor when she was nine. Yeah. So she has grown up with Arnold protecting her. She's had no friends right. because pretty much she has been told since a nine-year-old, I have to protect you from everything, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. So I think that makes a little base, and I think she's just more stressed out. And she's been waiting her whole, pretty much, her and Arnold have been waiting for Kyle Reese to be sent back so that way they can start doing things. How is John Connor born? Because she meets so, John in 1984. When a man and a woman meet. <laughs> she meets John in 1984. And then they go into the future, right? Huh? Doesn't she in 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 Genesis? She meets up with Kyle in 1984 when he first right. Okay, back. so and then they go into the and future. and they and they repeat the first Terminator. I mean, they even have scenes from the first Terminator, right? Like, I mean, type of things where they repeat that first that first like opening 15 minutes, mm-hmm. big chunks of it of them being sent back. I mean, all they do is instead of what's his face, it's it's now Jai Courtney. As, yeah. But I mean, they even have old retro Arnold in it, mm-hmm. and Kyle Reese and Arnold are fighting, and Sarah Connor, Dan, you know, Daenerys comes and saves the day and kills, or 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 old Arnold beats young Arnold or something yeah, like kills, that. One yeah, of them yeah. comes and saves the day because because he has human flesh, he has been aging this whole time. That's yeah. how they explain why Arnold now looks like he's sixty. Instead of the, the same age because he's a robot. Right. Yeah. Um, clever little way to make sure that Arnold could keep being in all these movies. But if he's 60 to. in 1984, doesn't he look the same age in 2018? 20 years later? Whatever it is. 40 years later? 96, 06, 30 years later? He doesn't time travel with them. No, that's what I mean. Doesn't, doesn't he look 60 in 1984? No. Okay. I mean, he looks older. But they did he, something he looks, to he looks make closer him look- to like what he would probably look in like T3. 
Okay, okay. I mean, they do a little. They do a little bit, and then he waits for them. Right. Yeah. Um, He's like, I'll meet, I'll take the long way, which, like, you know, like. So they go um, into a time machine in 1984. Yes. And they come out in what year? 2017. So do they explain how John Connor was born? If they jump from 1984 to 2000. No, they, they already at this point say pretty much. She doesn't care about John Connor being born right now. All she cares about is trying to stop everything from from anything from happening. Well, no, that's fine, but he does exist as an adult. Well, this is the problem you get into with this, is that this one is sort of already thrown out that, like, this one is the first one that actually deals with time travel the way that a lot of the movies we've done, mm. which is they say you can't change... One of those ideas where you don't change your own past, you can't go back in time and change the past, you're just changing a new version's past. Yeah, I mean, right. like... Where, like, what they do isn't really changing, like, they can't get rid of the John Connor who's now in their time being a bad guy, because... No, that's, well, that, but that's not my question. My question is, if they jump from 1984... Right. She meets Kyle in 1984, and at that moment, they jump to 2017. Right. Where, and when, is John conceived and born? They don't, it happens at the end of the movie, in 2017. And then do they jump again? Because what I'm saying is, in 2017, you have a fully adult John Connor, who was never born, because his mom and his dad in 1984... That John Connor's from the future. Oh, is that what it is? That when he John, came back in time? The, okay, so when Jai Courtney gets sent back in time, like it's always supposed to happen, he sees a... Oh, he sees, right. he sees Doctor Who grab John Connor... That's right, that's and, right. And, like, infuse him with... Ter- that's right. With, and then they send John back. And they send John back, and John... That John oh, is now... Okay. Half robot yes. is a bad guy the whole time. That was the part that I can remember. Okay, mm. and again, it still doesn't explain how he was born, but that's fine. I will say, in this time in the future, they have laser guns, which I'm glad they finally have laser guns because I always thought it was interesting that you made all these cool tech, and yet you, for the most part, you're still just shooting a bunch of bullets at each other. Yeah, I was like, hang on, you make AI robots, and we're still just using bullets. Yeah. Cool. So it made a little sense to me in there. Mm-hmm. Um, in the future, in Terminator 2, they're using laser guns. In yes. Terminator 2, the movie, yes. when you see the future, you see them shooting lasers. Right, but Salvation, they use mainly machine guns again, right? Right. Yeah. Um, they also have, they also send few back, because there is Arnold, and they also deal with um, a Capri Sun cop Terminator 2 style. In 5? In 5. Mm. And they get rid of him too. But I mean, they kill, but I mean, like, they sort of like go through the first two, like, how oh, we beat both of those Terminators. Right. But now it's time for us to. And then that's when John Connor comes back as an infused robot. Um. That was another big problem I had with this one is. Rather than trying to make a self-contained movie, they, they were trying to sow too many seeds for a trilogy, so there's a ton of unanswered questions. Well, and then the, I also got tired of Skynet slash whatever has way too many damn names. Because in this one, it's called Genesis, and Genesis oh, is yeah. going to be Skynet. And it's yeah. like, how many names does this thing need? Yeah. <laughs> pick one. It's, you're already confusing enough as much time traveling as you're going to have in this franchise. Mm-hmm. Just pick one Damn name. Right. Yeah. This one is all about, like, some 
program or app that or something that's gonna something that's gonna connect every technology device you ever have. I mean, like a cloud system in a sense, or whatever. Some yeah. interface that's going to connect your phone to your tablet, to your computer, to your car, to what we already have. Yeah. Because um, we isn't there a question about who sent Arnold back? I remember there was some question about yes. who sent. So they and they don't know. They purposely say whoever it was didn't want me or him right. to know. That's what Sarah says. Yeah. So we don't know who sent Arnold back. We don't um, know why that Terminator went back to kill her. When Kyle she Reese becomes a bigger character than John Connor in a sense because Kyle Reese—they almost set up where Kyle Reese is now going to be the yeah, hero. hero of everything. So Terminator uh, Genesis, yeah, Salvation three—that has a Two. lot of Rise of the Machine time time traveling in it. That's more than all the others because yeah. at least jumps a few times. Yeah. Um, and it was supposed to be a trilogy as well as Terminator 4 was supposed to be a trilogy. Yes. Oh, they're doing great. So, so you, so Game I mean, so I mean, so I mean, I know Matt's really excited for T6, but I don't know. Well, here's, here's in looking up some stuff too. Um, I'm not excited for T6, I'm just hopeful, but James Cameron has the rights to Terminator now. Cause he didn't have the rights, and that's why they could do with 3 what they wanted and 4 what they wanted. It wasn't even so much that he was unwilling to like be involved, he didn't have the rights. Right, so it was more like, uh, we're not going to pay you to be involved. It's yeah. way cheaper to get these two guys over here to yeah. write and direct this than he, he have no, you do it. He now yeah. does have the rights, so he has a modicum of control over story and stuff. That doesn't mean it's going to be good. And who knows what kind of focus and attention he gave to it with trying to do four Avatar movies for the last <laughs> 15 years. Well, yeah. and, and I mean, realistically, yeah. I mean, not that he doesn't care, but I mean, at certain points, like... Yeah, I did mine. I called what mine two are. There are three other movies that are even made that maybe sort of tarnish the legacy of this franchise. Right. Yeah. I will say, I, I, I know that the franchise has had its ups and downs, but I would never, I wouldn't say that any of the movies are bad. Just bad. Like, Terminator 3 is bad. Bad? <laughs> of the two that Dave has seen, he wouldn't say any of the movies are bad. Okay, I've no. seen three of the five, but uh, but okay. Terminator I, Two is really good. Terminator One is good. Terminator, turn to me. Four and five are similar, where they aren't horrible, but the they have interesting ideas and concepts of what they're trying to do. Yeah, three is just a repeat of the of the other two ideas of sending people back. Yeah, except it's just not as good. Yeah. So I mean that one, I think that one, I think three is the worst. Because it's the least creative. Yeah. And then you take out the fact that it... I mean, it's just not as fun as number one or two. Yeah. So it's just one of those things where it's like, oh, you're like that as far as... Oh, we sent people back. We, we sent Turner back. Oh, he sent Arnold back. Oh, they're going to fight? Cool. It's like, yeah, but you did that way cooler in T2. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like, this one pretty much the only thing you offered. Instead of having a cool liquid Terminator, you made Hot Chick Terminator, which... It doesn't quite last as long as yeah liquid, as a, a liquid Terminator. Yeah, but I mean they keep that idea going as far as because in number five, instead of it being liquid, it's more like uh, <clears throat> nano something other. like like, nan- like nano like yeah, yeah. Like, where I mean it's like a bunch of like I mean there's certain parts where it's, he doesn't really liquidify he more like sandifies like he just like yeah 
Yeah. Well, I was just to say, I just felt that the I just felt that the Terminator franchise in general is a good franchise, and the movies are at least mediocre. But better than other. I mean, it, and I think it helps that I mean T two is really good. I will say that yes, compared to other franchises where like I'm scared to watch anything they do now. You know what I mean? Like Lord of the Rings, you made a great trilogy first, Ooh. and then it just I was like, oh, I effing hate the Hobbit. Yeah. Like. And it maybe maybe it's because I in my world in my view the first three are just really good and then the drop down is huge. So I feel like you have Terminator Two, which is really good, and then the drop down is like you made mediocre movies. Yeah, like I'm not like hate like I mean they're still and because their action movies are a little more entertaining, they're not as miserable. Yeah, and four and five at least have. More creative ideas to yeah, it. Where yeah. four is set in the future, whole and five is five is more trying to show five in a sense ex- tries to do a special to explain how all these movies have even been made. Almost where it's like, yeah, we just you know time keeps changing. You can't. So Terminator Six should probably be at least. They'll be entertaining. Movie. Yeah, my guess is they'll have a whole trilogy set up, and then in five more years, they're like, oh, Terminator 7's coming out. Now, this one's not to regard any of the other Terminator yes. movies. This one's going to be its own trilogy. You'll be like, cool, we have a lot of, big, we have a lot of first of tr- trilogies in this franchise. So a lot of first parts in this. <laughs> yeah. I, I, you know what? I hope uh, they decide to let all the all the directors and writers of the of, you know, of uh, Salvation and Genesis, and then uh, what's this one? Dark Fate? or Dark Fate, yeah. Have, have, have all of them, and just make Make three Turner tri- finished finished trilogies all together. <laughs> like, all right, you can make, you just make your own trilogy. You make yours, and we'll just see how they all do. Yeah, and then we'll have the fan the world vote on which one they think is the best one, and that will become canon. Well, I have only seen three of the five movies, but and uh, you haven't seen the first one for some reason. That's right, but I but I have. Well, I will say, watch the first one, and then if you skip the third one, it's not like you're missing much. Yeah, Matt, what's your take on all five Terminator movies <laughs> to our audience? Well, one and two, awesome. Just great movies. Uh, I didn't watch three, four, and five again for tonight because I figured why waste my time. That's <laughs> several hours. So thanks, LJ. Yeah. Um, but I remember the three just kind of falling flat. I did like the idea of you can't change the future. Mm-hmm. I remember that. So I liked that. I remember mm-hmm. thinking that was cool. But beyond that, the movie didn't really stick out. Um, four, I like the change of setting. Um, I remember you hated that they leaked the secret of four, so to speak, yeah. in yeah, the trailer. Well, but, the, but then, honestly, rewatching it, and you probably get this, is that like, they, they leaked that secret in the trailer where you figure out what's his face? It's a robot. Is a robot. But that's not but, critical but, to the plot. But in the, well, and in the movie... It's not like a big plot twist. They pretty much hint that he's a robot in the first five minutes. Yes. So it's one of those things where it's more like, oh, well, I wish you built it up. Like, you could easily build that up to be more of a interesting yeah. idea. Yeah. And so they, they, do, they do release something that is interesting in the movie, but not pivotal. Yeah. And I thought five was hot garbage. <laughs> or at least lukewarm garbage. Maybe wet. <laughs> it was garbage that was starting to smell. You couldn't quite say that it was rancid, but... Like, it was still another day or two before the trashman was going to come pick up the can. 
See, I don't think I don't think five was that bad. Maybe it just helped that uh, Danny was in it, so I was at least distracted for part of it. <laughs> Did you ride a dragon and destroy no, the innocent? But at least, yeah. But yeah, I think also that Jai Courtney compared to like, like Die Hard, whatever, whatever five. Yeah. Die, the problem with Die Hard five too is that Bruce Willis isn't really trying much in Die Hard five, so yeah. you have two people who just aren't doing <laughs> as your leads. Here, at least, Danny is... Danny and Arnold are at least doing their stuff in this yeah. movie. So, Jai Courtney, you're just like, okay, whatever. Danny is a little whiny. But at least, like, my thought was it just makes interesting ideas as far as, like, what they try to do. Mm. But none of these are... I mean, and when I say it's good, I mean, I would give it, like, 5 out of 10. That's what I mean. Like I don't. It's not like I'm thinking it's good. I just mean it's like so an F. <laughs> yes, but but a higher F than than I get. Three out of ten. Yeah. I mean, let's let's pretend that your child comes home and gets a five out of ten on her right. quiz. No, I'm saying like it's it's. I'm not saying it's good. I just mean it's. Uh, well, I think we can all agree. One and if 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 someone has no, no, agree. No, what I want to say is if. No one has seen... If someone listening to this podcast has not seen any of the movies, they should see one, one and two. two. Yes. And I would make sure you see both of those because it's helpful. Yeah. Because... So, with you never watching... When you were a kid, I mean, I'm not like you need to watch one to understand number two, but it definitely helps to see number one. How did you never see one? I'm really surprised. I, I don't know. I, what year did it come out? 1984. Yeah, but I'm just surprised by, by so this. Been eight. But by this point, in your I'm life, not asking how you didn't see it in the theaters on upon first release. I just mean at the age of ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, when we were watching. Yeah, you know those. You know, I mean, nineteen eighty. So two years after it came out, you turned ten. You know, so it would have wouldn't have been like a forgotten movie at that. Yeah, I know. So it's just really surprising. That's all. Yeah, and I know the frustrating thing is I know that two. It's similar to how the Darth Vader reveal, like, um, in 2, it's really surprising when Arnold shows up, you're like, oh no, it's the guy who's going to kill everybody, and then he turns out to be good, and I know that's a huge mental shift for people watching that movie for the first time, it's since they had seen 1, and knowing that Arnold Schwarzenegger is the terrible guy, and so me having never seen 1, I never had, I was like, okay, here's one character, okay, here's another character. Yeah. It wasn't a shift for me at all. So, yeah. when I, It's like when people see Anakin, they're like, oh, cool, he's good at pod racing. Like, they don't know who that kid is. He's, he's Oh, he's going to be a Jedi. Cool. You know, if Anakin doesn't mean anything to you as a nine-year-old, then he's just a cool pod racing kid who's yeah. going to become a Jedi. Yeah. You know? So so I just always saw Arnold Schwarzenegger as an awesome Terminator kicks T-1000's ass. No. Anyway, anyway, well, that was, was a lot of Terminator talk. That was go see one and two, I suppose, if you haven't seen any of them, or or, or, or go see one if you, for some reason, still have not seen it, and for some reason, yeah, don't go see them because you may not find them in any theater. Terminator, I, when I was looking up where to to rent or stream these movies, a, Terminator one and two were actively being shown in the LA area. Oh, were they? Yes. When I say go, I suppose I mean proceed, not as in travel to. Proceed to see one and two if you can. So, the rest of them, meh, not important. No. I mean, you could watch them as missed opportunities. 
Like, oh, four was the start of a new trilogy. <laughs> what were, you know, what did they what did they want to do? You could like you know what that, that perspective. That, if, maybe this is also the first episode in our next season where what we try to do is we try to watch movies that were the first of failed trilogies. <laughs> now <laughs> that, that I like. That's a good idea. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, we'll see you guys next week. All right. Later. Thank you for listening. Please follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Awesome Podcast. If you enjoy us, please tell a friend and rate or review us on iTunes. This has been a Carry Around a Production.